Welcome back to the Hank Stream yeah, situation. Lifestyles okay. of the locked and go. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe, ring the bell, and all that kind of stuff so you could be notified. We're going to do this like a little bit differently, a little bit differently right now because this is an early showing. So, what's up to everyone that's coming in here early? Uh, see, there's a bunch of people in the chat already. Uh, thanks for you guys for showing up. Uh, this is episode 369 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. It's uh, called What Really Happened with Forge from Freedom and IV8888. Um, there's also going to be a regular, the regular, regularly, excuse me, scheduled podcast that's going to start off at 7. So we're going to do this for about an hour, maybe a little bit more. Uh, joining me is Sam from Forge from Freedom. What's up, Sam? Are you doing jazz hands today? Um, I don't know, man. I, this, I don't even really want, I don't want to do this, to be honest, right? Because this isn't, this isn't the kind of fun stuff that we like to talk about. Okay. You know? I got so, you. Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's a little bit more serious of a situation, but I also did not want to not do it, you know, because oh, of sure. everything yeah. involved here. Okay? I think, uh, I think if anything, there's a journalistic value to this. Yeah. And, you know, not that I consider myself a journalist, but, you know, the whole reason of starting this channel is to try to help the folks out there understand how all of this happens in a lot of different ways where they can communicate with us and, and, right. and find out things that are going on and to try to be open and honest with people. And if my explanations of what I do or how I'm doing it is not uh, clear enough, people can come in here and ask questions and do that, or if they just want to know about other things that are going on. So that's the whole purpose for this. Before we uh, deep dive into it here, uh, I'm just going to say to everyone, uh, please ask questions. I'm, I'm happy to have your questions uh, posed to Sam here. You know, So if you've got questions, put them here in the chat and we'll try to get to it and, and you know, have your, your question addressed. Obviously, something here went down between Forge from Freedom, Sam, and the guys over at IV8888. Um, I know both of these guys. Um, obviously, I think I've known the uh, Iraq veteran guys for a lot longer than you, Sam, but I've known you now for a couple of years. Yeah, we've known each other for a couple of years, and like you said, um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Um, like you said earlier, I'm happy to take questions, and I will respond with as much honesty and integrity that I have in me. All right. And um, that's that's quite a lot, I have to say, if I may say so myself. Um, uh, yeah, let's you know, yeah. it's just uh, probably everybody knows what or everybody. Well, some people would have known what went down today, but I'll let you take it from. Yeah. Here. And a couple of like housekeeping things, administrative things I want to do. Um, you know, my the podcast is sponsored. It's brought today by uh, Reflective Crete, that's a concrete company, has nothing to do with guns, but someone who wanted to support us that has a business out there, and we appreciate their support. And um, also, I also wanted to disclose that obviously, I have a relationship with Forge from Freedom, um, because you have a store, you sell t-shirts, lots of guys, uh, there's lots of guys out there in the business. I don't know how that's gonna be going forward, obviously. Uh, and we're going to discuss that, but there's lots of people that use you for their T-shirts. Of course, I do. I've been doing it for a while. I uh, happen to be wearing a Forge from Freedom T-shirt today. That's not deliberate. I didn't know we were going to do this, right? So I think we planned this a few hours ago um, because obviously you made a post. So let's let's do it this way. Let's start by you explaining to the folks out there who you are and you know how you uh, form this relationship 
with Iraq veteran that obviously went wrong. If you can do that, you know, yeah, well, quickly. <clears throat> some of your viewers might already know me. I'm the owner of Forge for Freedom. We uh, we do uh, Second Amendment apparel and accessories, um, stuff like that. Uh, how we came to know um, Iraq veteran, really, it was in uh, the we, as I said in my blog post, which I've linked to, by the way, in your um, uh, in the chat, uh, we were approached uh, December of 2017 to do some T-shirts for them because we, uh, you know, people follow us on social media and we had common friends, including yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And some other people. And I guess. You know, they probably liked the stuff that we were doing, so they contacted us back then to uh, uh, to make some shirts for the mancans, mm-hmm. right? Okay. We contacted through, uh, I believe it was Instagram. Yeah, but that's how we got to know. Okay, and you, you obviously, you, you have you been in the t-shirt business for some time? I've been in the t-shirt business for God, uh, going back ten years now. Okay, two thousand nine. So now, so far as the Second Amendment friendly, there's a couple of people that do um, Second Amendment friendly T-shirts out there, but I don't think it's like not open to most people, right? I know there's lots of different things going on in terms of T-shirts, but and and specifically in terms of Second Amendment stuff, there's not a lot of people doing it. You decided to get into that business, right? As well, we we right? Got, got into it like three and a half years ago when okay. there. It I just want to make the separation. I think you have like T-shirts doing something else, and second. We Amendment do stuff. Our, our the uh, the Second Amendment stuff. We started doing like three and a half years when not a lot of people were doing it, mm-hmm. and even to this day, it constitutes about twenty percent of what we do overall. Okay. Right. So my main thing is not not just the Second Amendment stuff. Right. Okay. I did Second Amendment stuff uh, purely because I just love the Second Amendment. I just love guns and shooting and all all the rest of it. You know. Right. I'm, I'm one of you guys, right? Right. So that's why. Right. Exactly. I mean, I I met with you. I kind of like did my own research as well. And and obviously to get to know people takes time. So I've known you over some time. You've been here on the show. I know that you, I don't know if you still sell guns or have an FFL, but I know you were into that kind of thing. We do have FFL, SOT. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we do. I I did have a gun store, but because of the uh, gun apocalypse that's happened in the last couple of years, Mm -hmm. uh, we just sell online right now. Okay. And then, so the last, there's a couple of things that happen here because I think everyone knows, obviously, um, Iraq Veterans a big, uh, big gun YouTuber, pro Second Amendment YouTuber out there. You guys got into a relationship and you were doing stuff that was very public. Everyone saw that. Um, right. I know that the last time I really saw evidence of that is last year at the NRA in Dallas. You guys are hanging out and doing stuff there, right? Everything Correct. looked really pretty awesome <laughs> uh, so far as your relationship. And, and it me. was up to a certain point. It was right. It was awesome, but uh, unfortunately, I mean, and I, 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 I don't want to go into too much of the details, right? I, I encourage people to go to our website. There's a link on the top right of the website where it says news. Just click on that link, okay? okay. It'll bring you to. Uh, it'll bring you to the blog post that I made today, and. I'm going to try to throw that up here. I'm screen capturing, so if you guys, yeah. um, if you're if you're watching this, I know there's people listening. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Uh, it says, why Forge from Freedom and Iraq Veteran 8888 broke up. And um, it does go into depth here, as Sam said. So, uh, I mean, if you guys can do that, I recommend that you do it. Maybe I'll go through a couple of things here. But Sam's here. He can explain that to us. Now, so yeah. sometime, um, I'm not sure in my mind, just because there's so much stuff going on, 
in our world. Um, but sometime after that, obviously, you, all of a sudden, you guys were not doing business anymore. And right. you came forward, um, was this a couple of months after the NRA thing? Do you remember? Um, I want to say... Or immediately after that. July, I want to say July of last year, July okay. or, or beginning of August. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, so so the thing is, is that when that happened... It seemed like everyone wanted to know at that time what happened with you guys, right? Because we want to know. I know that, like, yes, there's people interested in drama, but we also wanted to know what happened because it seems like you guys were going real hot and heavy. At that time, you came out. um, I think you even came on the show to talk about this, but you didn't have a lot to say at that time. Right. I did not want to say a lot of the time um, because I... It was my understanding that we would basically dissolve the relationship um, silently and amicably, at least. Well, as amicably as it could be. Um, the reason that I came forwards and now is because of a couple of things that happened since then. Okay. okay. Um, one of them, and I, I, I do list this in my blog post, okay? One of them is I found out a while back that there's been some, you know, backstabbing and uh, and damage being done to our business, okay? Okay. Um, via defaming us, for lack of a better term. Okay. Uh, and also, there was a post that I think you did about the gun collective and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, things just boiled over with me. And... I realized that I owe it to people, okay, who who follow us or who follow them or whoever, right, in the gun industry, to know the truth. Because I can't sit here and, you know, from from moral standpoint, right, and from an integrity standpoint, I can't sit here and sit on the truth while people, in front of my eyes, are being duped as to what what's as to what's really going on. Okay, so just to backtrack a little bit, I did make a post about the Gun Collective. I think this is like the third year that they're doing that meetup at the NRA. Right. I made a post about it. Basically, I asked the question, like, um, this is just for people who don't know what's going on with that. Um, I asked the question whether or not the Gun Collective knew anyone of color or some women or any you know anyone else that they can have on the panel because the panel to me when you look at it it's uh, pretty straightforward there's uh, pretty much one type of uh, person if you look at it that way although there's different guys on there and I have right. no issue with most of the people on there I think for me the reason why I asked that question is because people keep coming to me and asking me and they ask other people like hey what's up how come you're not sitting on this panel um, I think that the end result there is that for for the folks out there that think that panel is um is like a gun community thing it's not really a gun community thing it's really more of like that's a friendship circle that those guys are in and they're having a panel so that their fans could come there and talk to them um and as i said before i know uh, quite a few people who are on that panel and i don't think anything uh bad about them in terms of um them being racist or anything like that if anyone thinks that as as a matter of fact there's quite a few guys on there that i've done stuff with and all that, and I've never seen any evidence of that. Absolutely, and and I'm going to say as well that I I know I'm I'm close with a couple of people on that panel, right? And at least for them, I'm going to say that they're they're super awesome people. Like there's, you know, there's they they've never advocated for racism or hate speech or anything. Um, 
Although, so, so why did that make so? So why? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cut you off. I just know that people probably sure. want to figure out what happened. Why did that activate you and bring you off of your stance that you had before, where you were not saying anything about this other? Like I think you said, you guys just like separated. Um, I don't want to say amicably. You can maybe characterize right. that better of what you said before. But you yes. guys separated before, and there was nothing to say other than that. But then you said that something from that post that I made kind of. Like contributed right. to this. Okay. Right. The post that really got me was, and it's on my Instagram. I've screenshotted it and put it on my Instagram from a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is uh, Iraq veteran 8888's response to you saying that he has an open door policy, right? Mm-hmm. Like that completely triggered me. I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. right? I get triggered easily, but that completely blinded me because um, what I witnessed personally, myself and my wife, mm-hmm. okay, a 10-year-old son, goes completely against what he said. Okay. Right? Okay. So, so I that just, set you, that that set you off. I thought, that was the moment when I thought, enough is enough, I'm going to come forwards now, and I'm not going to sit on all this anymore. Okay. All right. And that, and, and that whole thing set you off. All right. So, um, like I said, I'm telling you guys, I, I know both parties here. Uh, when it comes to me personally, I've had a conversation with those guys as well as you. Personally, I don't want to get, I don't want to deep dive into stuff that I cannot, um, that I can't substantiate because I don't want to put labels on people without any evidence of that. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to get into sure. anything like oh, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I, so, what I do want to know is, you know. Okay, something set you off, and then now you decided to tell us all what's going on. Yeah, let's, and, let's and, start and with what, that. What set me off is not the subject here, okay? Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to say is that it was more than enough to just do make that spark, okay, for the flame to basically, basically come out. You know? Okay. Okay. All right. And so, for the folks who don't have a chance to go read your your thing, can you just tell us briefly? exactly what it is that you are um that what, what your statement had to say what are you accusing people of here i'm not accusing people okay i don't make look i, I don't make accusations i'm a type of person i'm not going to make an accusation until i can unless i can back it up and my post backs it up because right at the bottom of my post i've got screenshots and i've got everything everything is backed up right there so um what i'm saying and you know there's a part in there about olight Okay, and the fact that Iraq veteran is not disclosing that he gets paid to make favorable reviews. Okay, and what I was saying, the reason I put that in, I want people to know, is because I don't want people to have any doubt as to, well, first of all, I want people to know what's going on, mm-hmm. but second of all, I, the main reason I put it there is because I don't want people to have any doubt about what I say and okay. if it's true or not. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So what I'm giving people is an example of what is going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, uh, other than that, I talk about our relationship, and and I talk about I talk about the uh, the NDA that I was given to sign while while our invoice was being held hostage. Okay. And I, I have the NDA. In fact, the NDA is actually right there. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I have the NDA, and I still have the emails, and and. I encourage people to take a look. Okay. Yeah, to take a look at the uh, the post. So, all right. So, I want to. I still don't feel like people out there have a very clear thing of what you're trying to say. Do you want to just lay out a few of the things that you have in this proposal 
that you're saying you have proof of, and th and that's what you put forward here, right? You put this, right. I think, on your Facebook page, on Instagram, and I think, and and it's on your website, right? Right. So okay. look. So I'm, what I'm, are we I'm talking about here? I'm gonna try and summarize what happened. Okay. Yeah. After we were approached, okay, for those who don't want to go and read, right? I'm happy to do. That. After we were approached in the man cans, we um. We had a discussion. We started. We, we we developed a friendship with with Eric. Okay, and it started to transpire in our talks of business of how bad things were going for Mancan. Okay. Okay. Um, so it it was my proposal that we collaborate and that we give him a a, a merchandise store on our uh, on our platform where he would he would push the merchandise store with all the designs that we would create for him. And in exchange, I would give him my personal time and my expertise to resurrect his business. Okay, so you guys had an agreement, not nothing in writing, right? Nothing in writing, just a, just a gentleman's handshake. Okay, that you would come on board and help them out with the man cans that I think right. they're very popular for. Um, there's lots of people right. out there that support the man cans. If you don't know what it is, basically, it's um, kind of a subscription subscription box to like second amendment friendly stuff you from that the IV guys have going on and every month they mail it out to you I, I believe I've done a review of one of the man cans in the past so you right. get different things come like cool knives this thing that thing uh, from them um, and there and I think there's different tiers right right yeah there was three different tiers okay. um, uh, kind of long story short because uh, I don't want to bore people uh, we held up our end of the deal uh, we we tripled their profits, okay, their income and their profits, and, and Eric did nothing in return. He didn't keep his end of the deal. Okay, so you, you're saying you put in a lot of work. You actually, what kind of stuff did you have access to? What kind of work um, is it that you that you did? Marketing material. We built the website from the ground up. Um, it's it's based on Shopify, but we built the website. Mm -hmm. uh, we did all the marketing. We did all the sourcing for their man cans. We cut their costs immensely. Okay, um, we got stuff from. Uh, we cut middlemen out and went straight to the manufacturers and stuff like that. So I mean, the business went from uh, doing about a forty percent um, profit to doing like a sixty-five percent profit with a turnover of um, you know somewhere around eighty-four thousand dollars or so. Okay. Uh, so and I've got all those figures in my um, in my blog post. Um, the point is that we kept our end of the deal, mm -hmm. and um, and they did not. So when I approached Eric and I said, "Look, man, we have to figure something out here because you're not really pulling your weight." Okay, I said, "I don't know what it is, but we, we you know, we." My proposal at that point was that th this is what time I've put in this, and this is what it's worth. Okay, mm -hmm. and. My proposal was you either keep your end of the deal and let's push the store, let's push the Iraq Veteran 88 Forge from Freedom store with merchandise so we can make our money back, or if you don't want to do it, pay us our invoice, and we Good. can still work together. That's okay. not a problem. All right. right. What kind of number? So, I mean, you've mentioned mentioned some numbers here. You know, um, it's not that I'm like interested in. I, I believe I believe in capitalism. So I'm 100% right. okay with people making money. Um, right. But obviously you mentioned some numbers uh, uh, from on your end. Those guys aren't here to defend themselves, right? 
Um, But on your end, how much, uh, what was your time that you put into this worth? Because you said you build them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My time came to, when I calculated my, my hourly rate, Okay, mm-hmm. how I would calculate it for, for for any job, right? It came to something like seventy three thousand dollars. Okay, wow. Okay. So we're, we're talking, you know, guys, for anybody listening and thinking that's an insane number, we're talking about six months work of you know an average or eight to nine hours a day and staying up until th- things like three and four a.m. so I can speak to suppliers in China because of the time difference. Okay. And this is my personal time. I'm not talking about uh, staff time that I pay 15 or 20 bucks an hour to or anything like that. This is my personal expertise time, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I I mean, I think we can imagine, I think we can imagine that if, if, if they went to, or if anyone out there goes to professionals that do this kind of work, to build a site for them and all that kind of stuff, that there's going to be some serious money involved in it. Obviously, if you have Forge from Freedom and the other businesses that you run, you have the qualifications to do that. And at the same time, if you're doing this kind of work, you're also taking a loss by doing it. So I think think those those numbers make sense. And I have to say here, and I I have to say here, Hank, that Mm -hmm. my time, uh, what my time is worth was made very clear right from the start of the agreement, okay? Mm-hmm. Right before we before we work together, and I said I'll do this for you, but this is what my time is worth, okay? And this is what I expect to see in return. Okay. So it wasn't like I came later and changed something or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it appears that he didn't take that seriously, or it appears that he didn't it didn't register. Okay, so let's just try to jump forward here and just not to get bogged down in that, right? Because there's a right. lot of questions, comments that are coming up here. How did that all, that all went wrong because you put forward a bill or it went wrong before that? How did did this stuff go wrong with you guys? When I approached them uh, and said, um, we, you have to keep your end of the deal and start pushing. Okay. Or pay, pay our invoice. You know, I mean, I'm giving you a choice. If you, I said, if your time is, you think your time is too valuable to you and you don't want to do this, pay our invoice, right? One way or another, we need to get, we need to get rewarded for making your, saving your business and making your business much better than what it was. And the, uh, he freaked out in the beginning and then he agreed that we would sit down. We agreed a date and time where we would sit down on Skype and just talk all this out and find a solution. Right. And instead of attending our deal at the exact time when they were supposed to be on Skype, I get a call from the lawyer. Okay. And what did uh, the lawyer say? The lawyer said that we're not they're not gonna talk to me. Uh, and they're not well the lawyer said they're they're refusing to talk to me other than through him. Okay. And that are no invoices are gonna be paid until we sign an NDA. Okay. So I mean so my my understanding of that, all right, is that if let's say you you're in a uh, a business relationship with someone you forward them a bill and their lawyer gets in touch with you, that says to me things went wrong. Did you know things had gone wrong before I the had, lawyer got in touch with you? Or? I had no idea that it was it was like that. Okay. Like I was shocked. Okay. Right. So but you realized it once a lawyer got in touch with you, right? 
Right. Well, once once I picked up the phone and uh, and I was told what you know who he was and who he was representing, I was it was like you you know it was like you sucker punched me, right? Okay. For a second, I had to, I had to pause for a second and think about what's going on, uh, and and I listened to what he had to say, and I said, look, I'm respectfully declining to sign anything because NDAs are not signed at the end of an agreement; mm-hmm. they're signed at the beginning of an agreement, and also, um, I said. What your client is doing is they're holding our our, our, our invoice hostage until we sign this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you did you guys eventually work this whole thing out? Did you sign an NDA? Did they we pay did not. you? What? We did not. Okay, so you didn't sign an NDA. We did not. We refused okay. to sign the NDA, and uh, my response to that, they also locked us out of the website that same day. They locked us out of the very website that we uh, – we built for them and um and um you know out of the emails and, and all the marketing what kind of what kind of stuff did you have access to for those guys uh the the website emails uh marketing materials um that kind of stuff you okay. know um by contact with suppliers most of which suppliers we had brought in so it doesn't matter i mean i've still got contact with those suppliers they're all good people mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but yeah and and we, we refused to sign the nda and I, my response to that, well, here's my invoice, and if you don't pay it, I, I'm just going to follow business practice, send it to collections, okay? And if you don't pay it, then it's going to go to court, and I'll take a lien on your business, right? Okay. It's just it's just normal business practice for me. Okay. Do you So, you know, do you think that you could go through, go to that level with someone that you didn't have an actual written agreement with? Go to what you mean in terms mean, of now you get lawyers, you start, uh, you put a lien on them, etc. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, n- not, not everything, not everything is bound only by contract, mm-hmm. okay? If you can prove that, if you can prove that you've, uh, like, okay, it's like it's like getting a hailstorm, bringing in a roofer, okay, he does the work for you and you refuse to pay him for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You don't normally sign a contract for those things, right? Mm-hmm. But you can prove that you did the work, right. Okay. That's where the burden of proof falls. And if you can prove that you did the work, then you're good. So whatever went down, you felt you had a valid claim right. to make if, if, they, you know, if they wanted to do everything in a legit way. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. And I have to say again that, look, for me, I would have, I would have preferred if they didn't do what they did and, and you know the way they did it. I would have preferred if we just had that Skype call because I was not like, you got to pay my invoice. I was like – Look, you know, for, without disrespect, you either sit down and, and, and make an effort to give us our marketing, hold up your end of the deal, or you pay me for my time because yeah. it's not fair that I've tripled your business and you've done nothing for mine. Yeah. Well, okay. And the flip side of that is also I don't care how big of a YouTube channel you are. If someone's billing you at like, you know, $75,000, that's a lot of money. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I could see from anyone's point of view, if someone bills me, I'm like, what? You know, and I, right. I don't even, I don't, um, I don't generate anywhere near that kind of income. I probably spend a lot of money right. like that, but I don't generate it. So, okay. What happens? It's, it's with all you relative Hank, because it's, you know, $73,000 compared to, compared to half a million or of turnover is not really is not really a lot of money right it's a, it's a business expense so what yeah. happened with you guys did you guys settle this out in any way or that that got left as an open situation something well, something no, happened not, i'm assuming because you came out and made a statement that did where you didn't say any of this stuff 
Right. Yeah, I'm in the same to say that our relationship ended. Um, I mean, the minute that they we found out that, you know, we got the call from the lawyer and they walked us out of the site and everything. I was like, I just want his stuff. I just want his stuff off my site. You know, I don't want to be associated with him. Um, yeah, um, it, it went down like that. In the end, we uh, we settled for a fraction of that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we sold you know, like we lost a lot of money on that deal in the end. Right. Um, I think you did you did you say it in your statement here? I think yeah, it was like twelve thousand dollars or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, because I just got tired of the back and forth. I got tired of the whole situation. You know, it's just it left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, you know, he I, he paid me what he could allegedly afford to pay me. Right. Right. So, and, uh, so when you took when you took that money, when you took that payment, did you guys have an agreement when you took that payment? Right. Our agreement was that we're going to leave each other alone. We're going to go our separate ways. Okay. But like I said, afterwards, I found I found out that our we were being defamed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and it was confirmed to me mm-hmm. with evidence. Now I don't want to burn the people who gave me that evidence. I made it very clear I'm not going to burn them. Mm-hmm. Right. But it is what it is. Right. So, okay. So, okay. So you, you guys, you took a payment from them. I'm sure that they still said to you, Hey, we want an NDA. You, did you say, did you sign an NDA or did you refuse to sign an NDA? What we happened there? Sign any paperwork. We okay. did not sign anything. Okay. You didn't sign anything, but, and you, yeah. but you're saying you also told them that you would leave this. You would leave this alone, or what did you Correct. say? Correct, yeah. That's what, that was the agreement. We would both leave it alone, okay? Okay, Just all right. Go our separate ways and, uh, and, and do our separate thing, right? But when they didn't keep that end of the deal either, mm-hmm. okay, that's when I said enough is enough. Okay, so, it, like, you're obviously, you don't want to disclose who that was, but through, like, you know, someone told you, someone came to you and showed you evidence that some of these guys were saying common, stuff about you? Friends. Yeah, common friends. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's what led to you deciding to put all of this out here? Well, that and, like, in the beginning of the chat, we talked about me getting triggered by, by his response on your Instagram. Right. Okay. So, the thing is, like, and I think Babyface asked this earlier, you know, let me see, where was his comment? Let me see if I could pull it up. He said, um... Are there any legal ramifications for coming forward? So at this time, do you feel like there's going to be um, legal ramifications for you coming forward here? And um, you know, even even let's say outside of the legal, are you are there any consequences for you putting all of this stuff out there today? Well, let's deal with the legal first. Uh, he contacted me a couple of weeks ago. I've got the text messages right here. He contacted me a couple of weeks ago, trying to get me not to publish anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, in in that in that conversation, if you like, in that argument over text, I said, well, "What are you What are you worried about? If you're saying that you you have nothing to worry about, why are you even contacting me?" Mm-hmm. Right? And he did throw in there that he was gonna the you know a legal threat. Mm-hmm. Like I can't remember exactly how he said it, but I've got it I've got it somewhere here, and uh, and I said, "Look, I, I want you to make good on that. I want you to make good on that because there's no look." Not only is there no NDA, but you cannot – well, you can sue someone for defamation, but you'll never win if it's true. Mm-hmm. And you know that. Right. 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 Yeah, and, obviously this – I mean obviously this could get messy. You know, this whole right. thing could get messy, um, and there's a lot of 
there's a lot of moving pieces here. Uh, you know, obviously in your statement, you put out names of companies. Sure, yeah. Et cetera, which I did ask you that before we started. That's about one of the things that we talked about, which I said to you, right. why did you decide to put out the name specifically of companies? Why did you decide to do that? Well, because I it's it's concrete proof to to the fact that I'm not making it up. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that I need people to know that I have nothing against Olight. I have nothing against companies who pay to get their products in front of people. It's what they do. It's part of their marketing budget. I do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. It's called advertising. The uh, the the focus here is not on Olight or any other company. It could have been any name in my blog post. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and that's what people need to understand. This is not about Olight. Okay. But you, but but you specifically named the companies. You didn't blur them out or anything like that because no, I did not. No, I did not because okay. because I did I did not wanna I did not want people to have any doubt. Okay. All right. Okay. Because since I started posting about this like a couple of weeks ago, I've had a lot of people come come forwards and say that I'm this is all BS and I'm full of shit. It's not real and nothing's gonna come of it and all this kind of stuff. And look, I always planned to back up everything that I was gonna say with solid evidence anyway. And to blur their names out and, and act like that, it was just gonna show me in a light that I'm I'm hiding something. So now let's just explain Olight real briefly and quickly to people who are out there looking at this thing. You know, uh, me personally, I have a relationship with Olight. Olight is like a relatively young. I'm not sure how many years have been out there. It's a Chinese manufacturer making light. They're not a bad company. Huh? They're not a bad company. Yeah. Um, you know, in my opinion, they make uh, cheap stuff, definitely, but it's affordable. I don't see... Uh, huge differences between their stuff and other people's stuff, but we have relationships with them. Mostly, right. it's um, what you would call uh, what is that? Like affiliate stuff, right? So, in other words, if they if they put out something and we talk about it, and people are interested in buying stuff from them, they can follow links and and uh, and and go buy those things. If they buy it, there's some percentage of that that comes back to us. Lots of people in not just the gun community, but in social media in general, do those kinds of things. There's other things involved in there. Sometimes they pay for stuff, like you know, they p- companies yeah. may pay for you to travel. They may put you up in a hotel. Yeah, they send you free stuff. All those kind of things. That absolutely. that definitely happens. And even companies pay you to make a video. Right. Right. All of that happens. Right. So what um, what do you think are the responsibilities of people when it comes to that? I know, like me personally, I think that that people doing this have a responsibility to their audience. And perhaps there's a legal one out there as well to tell people, hey, this, you know, these videos I'm giving to you, there's people paying for them. Look, okay. here's my here's my view on this. Um, I have no problem with people getting paid to advertise something. That is totally okay. I mean, it's it's an honest and honorable way to make a living. Now, when it becomes dishonorable is when you don't disclose to your to your followers, to people who believe in you, okay, and believe in the product, make them believe in a product without telling them that actually, you know, I was paid to do this or it's a sponsored thing, event or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That is not on that is dishonest. Yeah, I think it's really important, we, and we see this all the time. Look, in the YouTube world and social media world in general, there's lots of this kinds of stuff going on. Like recently, um, who is it? Samsung released a folding uh, folding phone right. and all of that, right. and then things went wrong with the phone, etc. But the people who 
So now the, they gave this phone to reviewers ahead of time. They, they had relationships with those people. And I'm right. sure, I, I believe that most of those people, if not all of them, disclosed that. And then things went wrong. Those people also put that stuff out there. Like I know MKB, um, the young skinny black guy, if anyone looks at the uh, tech review stuff, I think he does a right, good job. Right. He's the one who put out there that he tried to peel this thing off and it killed the phone. You know, and obviously he has a relationship with the company. This kind of thing happens. I think it's very important to, to let audiences know that. I think some people or maybe lots of people out there in the gun world don't do it because they feel like their audience is going to think that they're a shill or that they can't value the, uh, the information that they're giving to them. That may be the case. Look, um, again, it's not the, – the, the onus here is not on the manufacturer. Okay, it's on the person who's presenting it to make it very clear to everybody that the, the you know we've been paid somehow, we've been compensated somehow, okay, and not to pretend that that's not happening, and also not just that, but not but insist that it's not happening, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, you know, as a lot of people know, after the Yankee Marshall thing happened, right, he 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 insisted that he never took money from from companies for favorable reviews, right? Okay. And there's also a legal obligation. None of his none of his videos actually disclosed by FCC rules uh, do not disclose any uh, any collaboration with any of these companies. So from your okay, so that's all obvious and true stuff. But from your point of view, um, this or I guess how, how do I put this question? So you decided to expose something that you info that you had access to because of your relationship friendship uh, slash working relationship with him you decided to expose it you know what was the point of that for you what are you are you just mad for you like hey I want people to see what's going on here what's the end result that you're looking for with that uh, the end result is that I need people to start realizing that um, they're probably following and listening to the wrong people and that people need to realize that this is what damages the industry Mm -hmm. This has this has bad repercussions in the long run for for everybody in this industry. This kind of thing. Okay. And and there's me, no there's no, I mean there has to be some element. I'm I'm sensing there has to be some element of you're just mad you want this stuff out there. Oh, right? of course. Yeah, okay. Of course. Okay. Because like I said before, this is this has been boiling with me for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, it's been what it's been 10 months or whatever you know eight or nine months or 10 months or whatever mm -hmm. and but that's not the main reason why it happened okay um i i can't also sit around and pretend like watch continue watching people doing what they do okay knowing that they're the complete opposite of what they portray to be and just keep silent okay but do you right. think there's some like um I don't know, personal code of ethics or, you know, just something amongst men or whatever it is, right? Like you said you guys had a handshake deal. Do you right. feel that there's something there that um, that maybe you broke a code or something by by putting out, you know, things that were sensitive and that this is, only, I, uh, this I, is obviously only information that someone could have access to like you did because right. at some point these guys trusted you? I'm happy to be the, uh, the whistleblower. OK, if that's what you want to call it. But um, by the same token, I trusted them. Mm -hmm. And all I got was hurt for me and my family and my business. OK, so you have to understand that there is a code of ethics. But when it comes when you there is a red line, OK, mm -hmm. or there's a line in the sand. And once it gets crossed, then all bets are off. Mm -hmm. OK, so, uh, you know, <laughs> 
you, you, you know, you can't stay, uh, you can't stay quiet with, uh, with someone you did a handshake with when they've come after your business and your, and your livelihood and your family. Okay, so did you, before you decided to put this info out right now, because I know this has kind of been bubbling up for the last, I'm going to say like two weeks in my mind, because this is not the, right. this, uh, you putting this out right now isn't the first time. There's some other stuff, like I said, going on that I've talked to you. I've even right. actually spoken to those guys. So this has been going on for the last two weeks. In that time, did you ask those guys for, did you ask them for more money or something like that? I did not. I actually, in fact, I made it clear to him in, in our messages a couple of weeks ago when he contacted me that he could pay me my weight in gold and diamonds and I'm not going to back off. I am going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay. And so here, I'm going to, I'm going to clear about that. There's, there's no amount of money that's going to, that's going to get me to, to back off on this because I'm doing what's right. I'm not doing what's you know, I'm not doing what's going to get me more money. Right. Um, so I carry my revolver in single action is saying, what company are you talking about? Um, but also at this point, uh, you know, uh, the gun news weekly says, damn, this would have been great information when Yankee and Ivy were going back and forth. None of this new, if things were still working, we wouldn't be having the discussion. So um, yeah. those two I mean, questions, one, what company, and then two, I'm assuming what they're saying here is, hey, there was actually a thing that blew up between Yankee Marshall and Ivy where I think Yankee put out something from them. I think it's an old proposal that, um, that they had. Right, um, right. And, and Yankee made that uh, public, and then there was a whole back and forth thing. Well, there's, there's an easy answer to that. I mean, I, I wasn't really privy to all this information when, when that happened. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, in fact, funny enough, a lot of people don't know this, but I brokered the peace talks between those two people. Right, right, and I and I believe actually both of them were on my podcast, correct, at some point together, but correct. that didn't go super well. Uh, no, it was, I think it was okay, but there were some parts that kind of like broke down or whatever. Yeah, there was a, a ceasefire at least that came out of it, you know. Yeah, temporarily. Okay, so you're saying you didn't know this info back then. I did not. No. Okay. I found I found all this info after we started collaborating, collaborating and working together. Yeah. So what if everything was cool with you guys, and you know you guys were in a business relationship and you were making money, but you knew this? Would you then keep that under your hat? Keep the uh, Olight thing under my hat? Uh, not just like yes, the info that you're putting out now. If you guys were in a relationship, you continued business relationship. Uh, mutually, everyone was making money and all that. Is this something that you would not put out? I would have at least walked away. Okay. Eventually, I would have at least walked away. Mm-hmm. So the thing with Olight, just to let you understand, uh, it's also in the post that I did. Is uh, was I was asked to go into that meeting and 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 help negotiate that meeting. Okay. Because okay. because Eric and Brandy have zero negotiating skills, right? Okay. And as someone who was trying to better their business, they asked me to go, come in. Um, on a visit to Atlanta and go see Olight and try and broker the deal. Okay. Which I which I did. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, but it, it doesn't mean that it was right, and it doesn't mean that it's anything that I would ever do again. Mm-hmm. Because, um, look, at the end of the day, uh, it, it like I said, it's okay to take money from these companies. They're they're good companies largely, and they're spending their marketing budget, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What's not okay for me. What's not okay for me is continue pretending that, you know, that it's all coincidental and that you really like the product when, when you're not. 
Yeah. I think the problem going on here for a lot of us, and I don't want to speak for everyone out there on how they do this. Obviously, I'm a YouTuber, and I put stuff out there. I think that I don't see anything wrong with companies working together. So when it comes to guns and the Second Amendment, we're kind of all in this. So you've got the fans out there, people who buy guns, but they also watch the, the content we create. We create the content, and you have companies uh, manufacturing stuff, and, and somehow this all goes hand in hand. It all gets mixed up in the wash, and everyone's dealing with everyone. And then lately with uh, what's going on with YouTube, specifically demonetizing videos, making it very difficult. I'm not going to say that money has gone away from YouTube, especially not for bigger channels that are out there. They're still making money. But if you look at what it takes, to, even for the bigger channels, they've got to put on bigger videos, right? It might be easier for me being a smaller channel to, to do the videos, uh, production, all that kind of stuff. But they still have to keep doing that, still cost them something. You know, there's different expenses no matter what you do here. At least you've got to buy equipment and, and uh, computers and there's editing that goes into it. Maybe you have staff people who are who are moving things around, doing stuff for you and all that. Um, you know, everything is not always there. You got to buy ammo. Sometimes you have to buy guns or fix things. Absolutely. Look, again, I understand that every every gun channel or, or any channel, as a matter of fact, you know, uh, has expenses, right? If you want, especially if you're doing this full time, right? You need to get paid mm -hmm. and that's totally fine, right? Yeah. What we're saying here is that it, it is up to those channels, right, to make it clear to their to their audiences as to what the relationship is with these companies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Now, why do you think that we don't get that, though? Uh, you know, that's a very good question. Um, we get it from some, I, without a doubt, we get it from people. There's people out there that do do that, that put uh, most of everything forward. But why do you think we don't get that? Uh, I, think I think at least half the people don't do that. I think that some people feel that, some content creators feel that they're going to be more convincing if they uh, to towards the you know towards the uh, uh, how good or the product is, um, if they don't disclose that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and maybe it's also they feel that they have an obligation because they got paid some money and they don't want to say anything bad about it. Right. Right. Like we we see it in the gun industry. There's I'm not going to name put name, say any names, but there's channels out there that. None of the reviews that they do, and they do five reviews a week, and none of the product is bad. It's always good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I know. I know that people know that that kind of thing is going on out there. I also think there's like a whole environment. I don't. I think it's a it's a tough deal because there hasn't been a symposium on this, right? I'm not saying I, right. that we need one, but there hasn't really been a symposium where everyone sits down and says, "Look, this is how we should do this stuff." If you're if you've got a business relationship, you need to expose it, or you need to tell people that you do have business relationships and things like that. There's no there's no set rules that anyone's functioning by, and at the same time, maybe the audience out there doesn't fully know. I think that's not 100% the fault of content creators or manufacturers either, because I think as an audience or as a consumer, let's say you always there's some kind of, what is it uh, caveat emptor? There's always something that's on you as the consumer to look into things. But ultimately, we it's. I feel almost like in the gun world, we don't talk about this. This is kind of uh, a thing that, oh, yeah, let's not have that conversation. There's, there's a lot of people who will buy based on just based on just one review, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, it's just the nature of human beings. They just believe in people like that. Like, there's people who will watch an Iraq veteran video, and, and whatever he says, they're going to they're gonna follow. 
And it's just it's just a reality. And they know that. The gun channels do know that. The content content creators know that. Yeah. Okay, let me ask a question. By the way, you guys, I know I haven't taken all the questions that people have been throwing up. I'm going to um, start doing that here in a second. Um, Charles Holshith wants to know how much money you made for IV8888. I don't have the exact figure, but it's. Uh, I'm just going to say that it's 100% uh, a six-figure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let me so let me go to this while people are um, throwing up stuff. Gun News Weekly says a symposium could happen, but many wouldn't be invited. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it already happened, and lots of uh, you know we weren't invited. So I I ultimately think about that that it is ultimately on you. So I can't like as a, if you're looking at my videos, I'm not responsible for what you do as a grown up. I know that if I buy a gun, let's say I'm looking at, you know, anyone's video out there. I don't want to name people because people might get all, like, upset if I name them in this context. But if I'm looking at XYZ's video out there and I see that gun and I decide to go buy that gun, that is not based on that person. I'm a grown-ass. That's, that's you, a, though. Yeah, I'm a grown-up. I'm going yeah. to buy something because I decided I want to buy it. Maybe right. that played a small part in it, but ultimately I'm a grown-up. And when I make decisions and I go do things like taking money out of my pocket and putting it into something, it's on me. So even if that goes wrong, I'm not going to blame that person necessarily. You know, but on the flip side of that, I think for me as a content creator, I do have a responsibility to an audience out there. And I had these, these, this kind of thing that we're talking about, I've had these uh, conversations with Lola because there are people in the industry that have told me, don't tell people that someone sent you this gun. Or why are you talking about who's uh, sponsoring you or this thing or that thing? Like, why are you doing that? And I said, because uh, nothing stays hidden. <laughs> Everything's going to come out. So if there, someone wants simple. to... If some, if you some, have a moral and legal obligation to do that. Right, yes. But also, you can think you can hide stuff all you want to. You can right. think that. There's nothing in this world... Like, do you live in this world that we live in? There's nothing that you can do... That's not one day going to come out there. So if you're going to do things, you're going to put it out there. You need to be willing that, hey, this is going to come out one day and you're going to have to explain, hey, why is there a proposal from you of, you know, what it costs for you to make a video? Or why is, why is there this canceled check that someone wrote you? What's up with that? So my way, uh, I think, of dealing with that, like in lots of things in the world, um, if, you're, if you're looking at CNBC, right, the, uh, the guys that talk about stocks, and a guy comes on there talking about a specific stock, he has to disclose to you that, hey, I actually own this stock. You know, so he needs yeah, to absolutely. say that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, by the way, shout out to uh, Fiddy, um, 50% Tactical that's out there. Mm -hmm. Someone here is asking, uh, Richard Hughes, uh, uh, things would have been good for Sam if Eric gave fortune freedom some pr well no not on the long run that's what we we answered that question earlier um not on the long run because um i'm sorry I, say that again sorry i missed that i was reading yeah, another thing things things would have been good for sam if eric gave fortune freedom some pr is the question question right. mark. Oh, okay yeah so if they and, would have stuck to what you believe the deal was maybe right. that's the question i asked earlier i think yeah and we we answered that when and we said that eventually no i would have walked away um, because that was one instance, but you know, there have been other instances as well. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying at some point there were things going on there that would have built up 
and you feel like you would have made a decision to walk away from this. Well, I, I have to say this. At the point where we had this disagreement, this business disagreement, mm -hmm. uh, I was on the brink of leaving anyway. Okay. So do right? you think so do you think this thing that went wrong with you guys is a hundred percent their fault? Or is it fifty fifty? Or is it twenty five percent your fault, seventy five percent their fault? Just uh, out of curiosity. You, if you want me to put a number on it, I would say it's eighty-five percent their fault. Okay, so fifteen. I probably should have never gone into that Olight. Not mm -hmm. probably. I definitely should have never gone into that Olight agreement had I known that the the outcome would have been something like you know we're we're going to do this video, but we're not going to disclose our relationship and all that kind of stuff, right? Okay. Um, there are some, you know, stuff like that I should have never gone into. So do you think that there's maybe a possibility that there are other things going on? Like maybe, maybe, cause okay, you were getting into this relationship with them and you were starting to find out stuff, but maybe they were getting into the relationship with you and they were starting to find out stuff. So from well, their part, maybe there's things that they didn't like about you. That's why I ask about. That's correct. Fun. You're, you're absolutely correct. They did not like about me pushing for pushing the business into the into the direction that it should be pushed in. I'm going to bring up something here, um, which I didn't put in my blog post because I didn't think at the time it was really relevant. But um, I, we had like we had a few couple of heated arguments with them about getting a CPA. Okay, mm -hmm. like their business does not have a CPA, mm -hmm. right? And I, as as a business person, I find it unacceptable. An accountant. Yeah, an accountant, mm -hmm. certified public accountant, mm -hmm. right? And as a business, and for someone who's been in business for a very long time, you you can't you can't carry a a, a business and without you know having your your chips in order, without having your tools in order. And one of the main tools in business is to have an accountant, right? Why, why do you say that? I understand. I'm just asking you why. Like, what's the reason for that? Because an accountant is there to make sure that your obligations towards the IRS and to, to a lot of things, he can save you money, he can get you to pay the correct amount of tax. Right, he can um, explain the law to you. <laughs> he can explain the laws to you, exactly right. how things work. And if you're a business who's turning over more than a million dollars and you don't have a CPA, that's, and I don't know if people like, you know, understand this, but in the business world, that's unheard of almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's complete, that's completely crazy. Right. And, and there was a lot of pushback for things like that. There was a lot of pushback and resentment coming from me saying things like we got to get a CPA. We have got to get a marketing budget together so we can we can do this and we can do that. Right. We got to get our email marketing a lot better because currently it looks like it's something that's just jumped out of the 90s. Right. Mm -hmm. By Windows 97. OK. With neon colors and all kind of crap. Um, so I got a lot of pushback on that stuff. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't pushback because of business reasoning. It was pushback because, uh, you know, his, his, his wife Brandy is, is felt that she was giving away too much control. Yeah. Right. But you do see that it could be, well, was, all I was trying to do was, was, was give them my expertise for this business to, to explode and, and be much better than what it was. Yeah. But do you think it was also maybe a little bit scary that someone's deep diving into personal things? Like maybe they didn't realize that in the beginning when they started doing stuff with right. you. I mean, you had like the keys to the kingdom, literally what we're talking about here. And that can get scary and it could get scary because of this. Look at what we're doing. Now, I, I hardly is out in the, the open. <laughs> huh? 
I hardly had the keys to the kingdom. No, you don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, I didn't even get to look at their financials other than the sales that, you know, other than the sales that we um, we did together. Okay. All right. Um, so I wasn't even allowed to go through. I wasn't even allowed to go there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So All I right. was very restricted in what I was trying to do. And that was part of the frustration. And that was part of the basically arguments, the daily arguments that were happening is because – of the restriction that was was around me, and I, you know, I was at one point I was like, okay, well, you want me to do this, but you're not giving me the, the tools to do it. Yeah, but I also think like at some point maybe if if uh, someone's been doing something for a long time, which these guys have, look, I think we need to give these guys credit. They started a long time ago. Oh, absolutely. They are yeah. pioneers in this absolutely. in this thing that I am doing, for example, and right, they did right. it a long time before I ever started it. And they were, you know, I don't know if they knew the rules and all that kind of stuff or completely understood everything. And, you know, they, they got to be still at this point very successful. And then all of a sudden someone's in there like, you know, it's imagine if someone opened up your body and put their hands inside and started pushing on your organs and stuff like that. It could get a little scary, you know, when it you can, feel yeah, that. No, I understand that. I, I understand that. Um, what I'm saying is that, um, you know, we didn't start arguing from day one, and uh, there was a lot of conversation, a lot of friendly conversation and trying to persuade and, and showing examples and even showing them how my business works, like the internals of my own business, right, mm -hmm. and trying to demonstrate. We even had common friends trying, you know, a common friend trying to explain as to why okay. this is how you do business. So okay? you expose some of your stuff to them as well. To uh, you mean to a common friend? No, to to the IV guys. I did absolutely did? Okay. In, in an attempt, in an attempt on a daily basis, even in an attempt to demonstrate how things should be done correctly. Mm -hmm. In you know, in 2018 in the business world. Okay, all right. Let's see, because um, I know we've got. I mean, obviously, it's a, we're approaching the hour. I'm going to probably push it a little bit here. Um, sure. So we can get so, so we can get things done. BWE Firearms uh, put up this post. The media business has always worked. In the '90s, I was in charge of sending writer guns out. If the writers got to keep the gun, we got a good review. If they wanted to come back, we got a bad review. If we wanted if if we wanted the gun back, we got a bad review. Uh, which that's not really the way that that should be. That's you know disappointing to hear that, but I'm not right. saying I don't believe it. I'm sure that that is uh, probably somewhere close to the um, to the truth of, of what's going on there. And I think, look, um, I know as a as a YouTuber that I've done things. There's people who I've like been really cool with and even been friends with, and the minute I say something bad about something or what they perceive as being bad, then that's the end of that uh, relationship or friendship or whatever from the company right. and all that. At the same time, there's lots of companies that I've deal, dealt with that I've put out things out there that they may not consider to be positive and they're fine with it because they see, hey, you're helping us to discover something that's maybe wrong with our product and we could deal with that, we can address it. You know, um, I think that this is all part of that symbiotic relationship that we need to have. Because as guys that are getting out there and able to shoot these things, we're kind of testing it. Not just for the folks out there that may buy these things, but for the companies uh, manufacturing them. So, right. Yeah, right. We, need to, uh, we need to keep that in mind. Okay, so one quick thing that I wanted to go to. Oh, by the way, uh, Harry's Holsters. Um, Harry's Holsters says that, uh, that CPAs pay for themselves. <laughs> they do. He is absolutely, absolutely correct. CPAs pay for themselves probably within... 
probably within the first three hours or four hours of work they do for you. Yeah, um, I think so. And, you know, like I know Lola and I have one and he's always telling me, yeah, you can't do that. Yes, you can yeah, do this. Think, and, you know, th you can only take this part of something if you want to write it off. And Right. Yeah. And for the record, the pushback that I got was, uh, believe it or not, guys, is, uh, you know, it was, uh, well, we don't want to open up our books to some stranger. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I found as a personal philosophy and I and I kind of like dabbled briefly in the whole stock market thing. And one of the right. things I learned out of that is that numbers don't lie. It's very important. Now, exactly. numbers yeah. don't lie, but people lie to themselves and to to others. Correct. So I think it's very important to look at the numbers and accept the reality of what's going on there. And then also be upfront with people about the numbers. When the, I'm not saying you have to tell everyone everything about your life and what you're doing, but you should be upfront. Look, recent, over this weekend, Lola was telling me, do you remember last year I did this trip around the, around the country? Do you, remember that? Do you remember last year I did this trip where I was driving around the country? Correct. Yeah. 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 So Lola <laughs> So Lola was looking at how much I spent on gas. And it was the I don't think she gave me a final number, but I got cursed out when she found out it was over six thousand dollars. Oh gosh. That, that I spent on gas. This was the R eight? Yeah. So well, I'm not surprised. But I drove yeah. around the country. I drove around the country. I put over 10,000 miles on, on that car. But Lola was looking at my thing like, hold on, I'm calculating how much money you spent buying gas. And this is how much money you spent. I was like, oh, okay. You know, and, I, and that like yeah. sat in my brain. I was like, wow, I can't believe that's what I actually did. I don't regret it. I think it was fun. It, it was a thing that it was like a once in a lifetime thing for me. But very important for us as like a husband and wife to sit down and take stock of the fact that I spent that much money to do this thing, you know, and th and that's just that's just the gas. That has nothing to do. I paid for um, most of my hotels and things like that going on that trip. So right, right. Um, sometimes every now and then there was like maybe uh, a company that was involved in it put up some money in terms of us being able to stay in a hotel or whatever. But pretty much everyone that went on that trip had to front the money themselves. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it's a it good must, thing. This must have been a lot of fun. I wish I could have the time and the effort to do what you do. Yeah, well, that was like a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me that I had to do. Okay, let's go to this. Um, you know, so have you, since you put out this information or in the last couple of weeks, have you suffered any repercussions for putting this information out there? I don't know if you can call it repercussions. Uh, repercussions are only repercussions if they're if it's something bad, Okay. Um, but I have had one one person call me up very respectfully, very friendly, and say that he doesn't agree with with us putting that information out, and that they didn't want to work with us anymore. And I respectfully said, "That's fine." Okay, you know? so at this point, so it's, is it just one, or have you seen just uh... just one person? Yeah, just one person. Okay. The overwhelming overwhelming response of this was support. Okay. And that. That's um, that's evident on our on our social media and private messages that I've had and stuff like that. You know, okay. so uh, it's all good. And again, Hank, I'm not doing this for attention. I'm not doing it for the thing. I want the truth to be out there. I want people to understand that this is this is what the industry has to deal with. Okay, mm -hmm. and this is how we were we were wronged. Okay, it's cathartic sometimes to to do this stuff. Yeah. And, and just so people know that what we're, what we're talking about here is obviously you have a business that's involved with the gun community 
And what I'm wondering is if there's people that you're in that business, I'm not trying to get you to name names or, you know, or shame right, everyone right. or anything yeah. like that. I don't want to do that. I think people have the right to um, to pull their business at any time for any Absolutely. reason. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should have, we should, I don't think any of us are 100% free, but we should have as much freedom as possible. Right. Um, but do you think there's going to be more of that because you came out? And uh, with this information, honestly, I don't know. And uh, but but if I'll tell you what, if it does happen, I'm okay with it. I've I've already thought about that. Um, well, what I'd like people to understand is that I I am methodical with what I do. Okay, mm -hmm. I I made a post a couple of weeks ago and I said I was going to back it up and I did that. Okay, and uh, part of my part of my taking time. Um, before posting today was that is also thinking about stuff like that and I do understand that there might be one or two or three people whatever that are not going to want to work with us anymore mm -hmm. and I'm totally okay with that okay mm -hmm. it will not stop me from from saying the truth mm -hmm. okay and because okay? for me it's like this Hank if if people are more uh, hurt by what I did than by the actual contents of, of my post then we probably shouldn't be working together anyway. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Um, it does. You know, at the same time, I think I could understand from some people's point of view that they may be worried like, oh, you know, if you're going to put this info out there with these guys, what would you put out there about me? I think ultimately that's the thing, right? Like in this in this agreement that you guys had, and, and I understand, I'm not trying to say I don't understand where you're coming from. I think you guys had an right. agreement um, you feel like you you lost something in that, and and you made an you made another agreement inside of that agreement, right? To like right. to to take a certain amount of money and then let the thing go, um, which you did for some time, and then something happened where you felt like they broke it, and there were things that you right. saw going on out there, and then you felt like okay, now I'm going to go out there and do this again. Correct, you and know? I have to say here that when they broke the agreement within the agreement, I did make contact and I said this is not cool. Okay? okay, and that you're not, you know, I said you're not, you're not keeping your part of the deal here still, and the response to that was that no, no, we're we are, we are, okay. Mm -hmm. So I was being lied to, and I was willing, to, I was actually willing to even let that go until what happened with your post and the gun collective. Okay, okay. Um, so is there is there other stuff that you have that's coming out here, or are you done with this? Are you gonna put this out there? Let it go. If this all just quiets down and people go on about their business, you're going to let it go, or this is not the end. Um, the, the response to that is I don't know. Okay. Um, I, if you're asking me if I have more stuff, uh, I'm going to be very honest and say yes, I do. Mm -hmm. okay? okay. That's going to be that's going to be my response. Whether I let that stuff go, okay, is not going to be dependent entirely on myself. Okay. Um, Gun News Weekly wants to know where they can find a list of brand ambassadors for Forge from Freedom. Uh, they're on our website um, uh, under custom collections. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And in the process of this, you're saying you only lost one person, one group, or... Correct. Yeah, I lost, we, well, we lost one person today. Um respectfully respectfully left and there was one person who uh left a couple of weeks ago when we did the our initial post okay okay 
And, and look, on that, Hank, um, with all due respect to, to all the content creators, mm -hmm. okay, uh, we are actually moving away from this model anyway. Like the people who, the people who remain, people like yourself and I don't know Tim or whoever else remains, Yankee Marshall, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They will, they will remain on the side if they want to, and we will continue being friends and and business associates and all that's good. But I'm not actually going to be really taking on any new people. Okay, are you stepping it's away a, from this? That, Is this it's a decision that we made a few, a few months ago, regardless of all this, what's going on right now? Okay. Um, so, you know, um, is is this because you're you're doing something to step away from all of this? Are you going into something else? What's going on here? What's the reason? no? We're just changing our, our marketing model. Okay, it's really as simple as that because we we we've come to realize that our audience is uh, you know our audience and where we spend our marketing money uh, has to be is a lot bigger than content creators, and I say that with all respect. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's just market numbers. I'm just giving you market numbers here. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so Shooting Gallery Northeast says, how do you become a brand ambassador? Before you answer that, uh, guy that comments says, what really happened with Forge from Freedom? Uh, we don't know. I think that if you go back to the beginning of this, we very methodically went through this. I don't know how you feel about it, Sam. Um, me, me, basically, when I do things, this is never fun for me. But I feel, oh, it's not fun for me either, Hank. Yeah, I like you know me. I like to talk about happy shit. Yeah, me too, man. I I'm just a mostly a happy-go-lucky person, and right. I just want to have fun and, and move forward and do things. But I feel like when I'm having discussion, first of all, I feel like I have to have these kinds of discussions. I think right. it's necessary. I think that the the reason why I say it's necessary because really we're not dealing with any of our stuff and we're not making anything better. Um, and there's people out there I know that like to have all of this stuff hidden away, like swept under the, the, the rug, uh, pushed under the bed, hidden in the closet. And I think we're not dealing with it. And at some point, it's going to blow up and get a lot worse than this. And we need to start somehow dealing with it. And then when something uh, comes up like this, this is not the first time, by the way, whenever things come up like this, I try to be objective about it. You know, and I try to go in there and think and approach this in, from a terms of, like, the folks out there, what do they want to know about this? What questions are they going to want to ask? You know, what right. things do they need to know about exactly what's um, going on here? So, well, Hank, I have a question for the audience, okay? And it's a very important one that I was thinking about, and I just want people to try and absorb this and think about it. Do people want the truth or do people prefer to everything be brushed under the rug and continue being having blinders on their eyes? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's a good question. It's a choice that people need to make a mate, need to make, right? Mm -hmm. They can either unfollow our channel or anybody who talks, you know, brings out any truths about anybody, or they can sit and make their mind up for themselves and be be privy, be be open to the truth. Yeah. So people got to start asking themselves that question. Right. And I think you guys, you could tell us, you could comment here, you could tell us what do you want to know. Do you want to know the truth? Yeah. Or do you want this to just go on being something like WWE where it's just really for entertainment, it's not real, you don't know what's going on. I think the truth hurts a lot of times, but I think eventually when you, like, the pain um, brings growth if you face it honestly and openly and then you can move past it. If you did something wrong, you could go, hey, exactly. this was messed up, I gotta do better than this. Um, exactly, and look, yeah. if, if it means that out of all this, Iraq veteran turns around and fixes his ways, then more power to him, that's, that's a good thing, it's not a bad thing. 
Um, right. And I'm not talking about disclosed disclosure of money and all that. I'm, I'm talking about generally how how he treats business associates and how he treats friends. Right. If he learns something valuable from this, then so be it. Then then we've achieved something good here. Right. Um, I Yes. I think mostly what a lot of people are going to take away from this is before you get into these types of relationships, you need to think about it and then think about it again and then maybe have agreements. But no matter what kind of agreements or contracts you have, things are going to go wrong. So my thing I would say is ultimately be open and honest and straightforward in who you are and how you deal with people. And exactly. uh, it's not to say that negative things won't come out about you, but you can you can still do it. Okay, let me just get to this. The guy that comments says, um, he says, he's not saying this to me, but he says, I remember G-Web saying something bad about Forge from Freedom, but not sure something about Forge from Freedom stealing G-Web's money. Do you want to comment on that? Um, yeah, G-Web's, G-Web's has been, uh, his feelings have been hurt because he sent me, he sent me an email um, about, uh, something like 180 bucks that he was owed and the email ended up in my spam folder and I didn't see it for like months and when I texted him to say what's up I never got a response so that's what happened okay so there there, there, there uh, could realistically be something and I'm just trying to keep this all open right I'm not trying to hide and anything I'm, or whatever so if you guys spam? have something that's, that's unresolved it would be great if you guys somehow resolve that situation communicate with each other please yeah we well he never responded to me um you know i i we we did what he wanted we sent him a whole bunch of stuff at shot show um last year yeah we sent him a whole bunch of stuff um when i text him to say hey what's up i saw this negative comment you left about us what's going on uh i never got a response so okay that's, and it ended. All right. Well, I think ultimately, if you want to get your things resolved, you're going to have to communicate with each other. Um, Len Holt says uh, yeah. business transactions are delicate and should only be between those involved. Truth is a bedrock principle between friends. So that's I'm just stating his uh, comment there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Chris Gibson says, I don't know, man, it's hard to move on when someone threatens your livelihood. And uh, Mr. Hootie Who says, I owe him $75,000. Uh, good luck on you. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one, Hootie Who. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'll tell you guys something about me. I spend, whatever I have, I spend it before I even get it. I'm not even yeah. going to lie to you, man. I'm not, I'm, I've got the bad habit as well, man. I yeah. got to stop that. Yeah, you know, um, Lola is basically the person who kept me fed with a roof over my head and clothes on my back. Because <laughs> uh, left up to my own devices, I don't, I don't really, um, I don't really think about things like that too much. Because I've always just been like um, the kind of person that just dives right in and does whatever the I, hell he wants to do, and I, then I don't think about it until, um, you know, until Lola goes, "Yeah, uh, by the way, you are out of control." <laughs> So the Jew says, I, I owe Hank uh, Hank's hamburgers t-shirt. What size Hank? XL or double XL? I am definitely double XL. Yeah. Like to, yeah. Yeah. Go with double XL anytime. Yeah. Dealing with me. Um, let's see. And Jafari H says, uh, people are pussies. The only person that can let your feelings get hurt is you. Get thicker skin and stop censoring people. Um, oh, is this about him blocking people? 
Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think there's maybe some of that going on. Harry's Holster says business between friends definitely needs everything possible worked out and on paper up front more so uh, than when it's just business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and someone asked a uh, someone asked a question earlier that I forgot to bring up. Uh, would you would you do things on a handshake again? The answer is actually yes, I would. Right. Why is that? That's a good question, by the way. I'm, uh, who, because some, who I'm not asked that like, question. Did you see who asked that question? I I I can't remember. Okay. I'm sorry if I can't remember. I'll try and scroll back and find it here. All right. Good question. Uh, it's a good question. Um, the uh, the answer to that is actually I would. Okay. Um, as crazy as it sounds, because my reasoning is that I'm not going to let one or two incidences basically um, make me lose my faith in friends and people and good people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you and I have uh, have a deal on a handshake. Myself and Tim from Military Arms Channel have a deal on a handshake. He's never, you know, he's he's like my brother. He's never screwed me, and I don't intend on screwing him. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why we shouldn't continue doing some things like yeah. that. Um, I've got lots of handshake deals, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> like I think when you put things in contracts. You know, it. Uh, there's. I don't. I don't have any kind of problem uh, with a contract at all. I think that certain people that you should do contracts with, but I think a lot of times we just jump into things and agree to do it. But what happens is that often it's like my dad always told me this. He said, "Don't lend money to a friend that you would not give them." Right. Right. Because if you lend money to a friend, you don't have a contract. The friend says, "Hey, can I borrow a hundred bucks?" You're like, okay, you lend them a hundred bucks. But if that was if that hundred bucks is gonna make you get evicted from your apartment or something, don't do it. You right. know, when you hand that over, be willing to never get that money back. Because yeah. um, you know, things can happen and you, you may never get it back. So I think that when you do business with, with people like that, be prepared that that person like you might uphold your end and they may not. Yeah, I think it happens. Absolutely, it could happen, but I I prefer to have faith in people that it's not going to happen. Okay, yeah. and I'm not again. I'm not going to let this instance um, take that away from me. Like right now, I'll tell you right now, we're doing a project right now. It's a secret project that I can't talk about. Okay, because it's really cool and we want to surprise people. But Tim from Military Arm Channel and myself, we're doing a really cool project together. And I've already put in like countless hours. I put now, I put thousands of dollars into it already. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and we still don't have a contract, right? Because I have faith that Tim is not going to screw me, right? Mm-hmm. He has faith that I'm not going to screw him, and that that's. That's something, I mean, you know, we can't put everything on paper. We've got to have things that are still old-fashioned, man-to-man, handshake stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of things in life are like that. It's a man thing. Um, I'm not just saying, like, women. I'm not saying women can't do it. But I think it's kind of a man thing. I don't think my marriage is predicated on that marriage license. I think it's predicated (laughs) on my promise to my wife. Exactly. Okay, and I'm the one who's responsible for that on my part. She's responsible on her part. I'm not responsible for her. She's not responsible for me in terms of I have to keep my promise. She has to keep hers. Can things go wrong? Yes, absolutely. But I am the one who has to uphold my honor when it comes to that. 
Um, and, and I think that um, this is something that's lost with men. Do we have to do contracts? I know I saw Harry's holster saying sometimes it's a protection for both people that every like, hey, this is what we stated. It's written here, you know. Right. Um, right. I think it could be that. But I think that um, things could still go wrong even though you do that. And ultimately what life boils down to is your relationships, the one that you have with your creator, if you believe in that, the one that you have with your loved ones, your family, your friends. Um, and, and of course, because there's people who think it doesn't matter what you do to everyone outside of your close circles, it 100% matters what you do to people outside of your circles. It matters how you treat everyone out there. Um, even just the, the guy who looks homeless, you know, standing on the corner, it matters how you treat him because you did it. If you treat that person in a, in a bad way, that's something that you did, and you have to hold yourself accountable to those things, so... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know if there's uh, if there's any other uh, if there's any other questions out here. Is there anything that you want to say before we wrap this up, man? I think we've been doing this for like an hour and 20 minutes here. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm good, Hank. Uh, I just hope that everybody kind of absorbs and understands what's going on. Um, like I said, again, I want to reiterate that I'm not doing this for attention or anything like that. If one people reads the, the post or if, 10 million read the post it's all good mm -hmm. right um yeah. i have to i have to make a statement i made that statement and uh, i just want people to make you know whoever does read it just make up their own mind right and you are going to be are you going to be going to other places to uh, talk about this i'm assuming that you will be uh well i'm holding a chat on tuesday at um i believe it's six o'clock central time like my time Okay. Uh, Texas time, mm -hmm. and um, uh, I'm doing a chat on my channel with Hank Strange. Uh, with uh, no, you are Hank Strange. Yes, that I'm would doing, be me. <laughs> I'm doing one. That would be you. No, I'm doing one. With the Yankee Marshall. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, basically, we decided to cover this and do this early, um, <laughs> because you know what, what's going on here is that um, I'm about. I'm only going to do today. And then tomorrow in terms of doing the podcast. So we decided to do an early podcast. I am going to do one after this coming up at 7 p.m. Eastern time for anyone that's looking. So we decided to do this early because after that I'm getting ready. I'm going off to NRA. I'm going to talk about that in the in the other podcast. So I wanted to, yeah, you know, this I... whole thing is, is, is breaking loose right now. And I figured, okay, let's get out here and have or try to have a, a conversation about it. Right. Yeah, it is breaking loose. It seems um, we yeah, like you said, we decided to come here early and get it out of the way. Right. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. uh, it's always a good place to come and vent a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it, man. It's so uh, it's been a good chat. Again, I would have preferred to be talking about more pleasant shit, but it is what it is. Yeah. Hootie who says, I guess I'm not invited to the next IV 8888 shoot if I got blocked on Instagram. Um, and, and I've seen several people during this say that they got blocked on Instagram. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but I'm assuming um, that, you know, this is this is like a reaction to all of this stuff going on here. Um, Gun News Weekly, I'm going to give them uh, one last thing here. It says, if you're frequently having conversations with folks that couldn't be had out in the open, then someone involved in those conversations has no integrity. So yeah, um, yes, but there there is also a place there for, a valid place there for some secrecy on some things, right? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I think there's some cases where you have to um, keep things to yourself. Um, I think if it affects if it affects the whole of some community, maybe that you're part of, then you have to ask your question your, yourself that question of whether or not you're going to do something about things. Because the biggest thing that happens here is there's folks who put things out there, and then other people's like, "Well, where's the? Can you back that up?" You know, right. and then exactly. often they're not people that want to back it up or uh, willing or whatever. And and, and like and, and on that, like I always told you, and we've had private conversations about this. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I will never put something out there that I can't back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Tyvon Show says uh, a handshake has honor. A signed contract is a project of doubt. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I, I feel like there's some sayings. People are putting sayings up here now. That sounds like I don't right. know where that came from. I don't know. Well, let's let's put it th- let's put it this way. Um, if you're if you're approached after a deal is done and asked to. Uh, asked to sign something that basically muzzles you, then there's definitely something wrong there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I don't... Uh, my my personal thing on this before we close this whole thing up is I don't think... I think that if you're doing this, that means you somehow felt hurt. Let's like, you know, this is my evaluation of this if anyone wants it, right? Right. Yeah. You guys were in a relationship. I saw it. It was pretty hot and heavy from my point of view. And but what I mean by that is like you became very fast friends. Correct. And you were rolling around with each other, doing a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know if you've pulled those things, but I know those things are out on social media that you guys were, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Obviously, something happened, and um, and and you all separated, and it and it some somehow you felt hurt in that thing. Um, and it's obviously not over, and that's how we get here, you know. Um, and I think the interest of this whole thing to everyone is about what's going on in the community so far as people doing things and not disclosing what they're doing. Um, and, and that's just like a debate that I, I think – I don't even know if it's a debate when you talk to the audience out here. I think the audience wants to know so they can make up their mind. I know there's a lot of people that don't deal with me because I put that out there very obviously that uh, my stuff is sponsored and there's people who help us to do this. And I, and I say it all the time. It costs stuff to do it. And, you know, we need the help if, if it's available and we take the help when it's available. But at the same time, I still feel like I get out there and I tell you guys what I really think about things. And if you look at it, you can see where I've paid the price. But not everyone believes that um, when it comes to content creators. So we're going to probably have this debate internally for a long time and every now and then things like this are going to keep coming up they will yeah unfortunately they will keep coming up um you know but it shouldn't shouldn't stop us from absorbing those things thinking about them and and thinking about how we're going to make things better in the future yeah you know right Uh, um yeah and then guns news weekly okay i'm just gonna say i'm gonna let you get the last word sam sorry uh gun news weekly says hank i read that the ivy team was trying to reach out to you for a year now. Was that ever settled? Um, so um, that might be a statement that those guys made, but I can't say that that's accurate from my point of view because none of, my phone number has not changed in more than 10 years. So that's one. Two, I actually have a public number that I give out, and it's on all my social media. Um, if people want to email me, it's hankstrange at gmail.com. 
So I don't think I'm very difficult to get in touch with. I, um, I'm Monday to Friday, typically. I'm going away to the NRA show, so we're not doing this whole week. But typically, I'm here doing this podcast Monday to Friday. And so I don't... I mean, can, I, uh, can I respond to that? Sure. Here's my experience with Hank, okay? Um, I think the longest you've gone of not responding to a text message or an email from me mm-hmm. is probably about an hour. Mm-hmm. That's the longest, and, I've, and we've been texting each other for over two years now. Yeah, I respond. I respond to most people, and any anyone anyone out there can get in that's touch with gonna, me. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, anyone out there can get in touch with me. So I don't know, and I'm not trying to disparage someone saying that. Hey, we've been trying to get in touch with Hank or whatever, but I don't know that that's. Um, I don't know that that's really a hundred percent true because I'm not difficult to uh, get in touch with. So. Uh, not at all. Yeah. Anyone all. who knows me would actually not say that to anyone because yeah, yeah. No, ninety nine percent of the time it's within thirty seconds. Yeah. The only time I don't respond is that like around before I go to bed, sometime around like uh, one, two o'clock in the morning. I sure. Put my phone on. Do not disturb. <laughs> yeah. But I'm happy to talk to people, so um, I don't really think that that's accurate. So, all right. Nice. Okay. So let's. Um, I'm gonna let Sam get the last word here. Um, and if you guys have if you guys have any other questions or comments, please leave it on this video. I'm gonna let this video live. You, everyone could come here and put their comments. Uh, I don't really spend any kind of time blocking people from saying stuff unless you get really out of hand and start saying, uh, you know, what I think, what I consider to be mean, racial, and sensitive, or whatever right. things that just don't belong on a channel. And I don't. I that doesn't even happen that often. I find more people. Most people are respectful, except for a couple of trolls out there. So Sam. Um, what what do you want to say to close out here, man? Well, to close out, I want to, I did want to say to people that uh, I encourage people to absorb what's been said today and what's been written today. Okay, um, think about it and understand that this is not about a personal vendetta. Okay, it's not about it's not about any of that. This is about speaking the truth. Okay. This is about not being able to hold the truth in any longer. It's not about Olight either. Please do not go and try and crucify Olight in any way, shape, or form. Olight is Olight is actually a good company with good people who work there, and all they're doing is all they were doing is spending their marketing budget. It is not, it, you know, it's not. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing, right? And uh, try and understand what the what what was going on here, and and the repercussions of things like that happening in the industry. That's all I'm going to ask people to do. Okay, that sounds fair. All right, so uh, I'm going to wrap it up here and throw in the end, guys. Um, If you want to see us, we'll be back on at 7. We'll take more stuff, but I'm pretty much going to leave this alone. I I wanted, you know, Sam came up here, said what he had to say. He does have social media. You can go to to, uh, Forge from Freedom, right, Sam? How can people get in touch with you if they have more questions is what I'm saying. Uh, they can uh, send me an email, forgefromfreedom at gmail.com. Um, they can send an email through the through our website. They can come into come, come into our social media, um, send me a message through Facebook or Instagram. I will respond myself. I will personally respond just like I've been responding the last couple of days to people uh, and happy to answer any questions you've got. Yeah. Also, if there's anyone that feels like we talked about them or something like that here – um, including the IV guys, and you want to come on and have this discussion publicly, I'm, I'm cool with having that, but I'm not doing this for that reason. I'm not, you know, I'm 
Yeah. Um, that's not really my, my point of doing things, but I know Sam wanted to get it out. The folks out there, there's been people that got in touch with me. They want to know. That's why I'm doing it. But if people want to uh, respond to this or whatever and you want to do it here, let me know. It's fine. Or do it on your own stuff. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, one thing that I, I was – I wasn't sure if I wanted to say here, but I'll say it anyway because I was going to say it on my live chat on Tuesday, but I'll say it here first. Mm -hmm. If Iraq Veteran actually wants to come and talk to me publicly on a live platform, uh, I invite that. I invite that. Okay. And we can sit and talk things out. Okay, okay, but what about doing it privately? Are you open for you guys working this out privately? I am open to doing it privately only if he agrees to also do it publicly. Okay. So it can't be it can't be everything behind closed doors, right? Okay. So I'm I'm giving him the opportunity, and he's welcome on any live forum to come and talk to me. Yeah. Okay. Because I know I'm going to get a lot of <laughs> a lot of pushback on this, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to get accused for stuff that not being true. And I welcome him to come and do that on an open forum. Tell me why why none of it is true. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Okay, I'm going to throw in the end. Stay right there for a second. I'm going to throw Go in ahead. my end stuff here. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Yes. Um, don't forget to subscribe, guys, if, you, uh, if you're not subscribed already. And click the bell so you can be notified. That's it. We're out of here. We'll see you. Peace.